Welcome to Kid Commentaries, episode 24, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and um, yeah, we're continuing our journey into the Star Wars universe this week with episode 5, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, regard, well, widely regarded to be the best Star Wars film, where, because I, I do know this movie's pretty high on my ranking, so let's just, you know, check. We will do a full ranking episode. This is number 6 on my ranking out of 10, so... I mean, I'd, I'd switch some stuff around, maybe, you know, put it, get it up to number four. But regardless, uh, this movie we're doing it for today. Um, and this movie, can, is this, I, this is definitely going to work with Disney+. Plus. I don't know if it'll work with DVD, Blu-ray, and other digital copies, but definitely with Disney+, Plus because it's got the uh, 20th Century Fox fanfare. So, I mean, um, it should read, uh, you know... 20, uh, so the counter should be, uh, 2 hours, 7 minutes, and 25 seconds, um, is how long the movie is, so, uh, yeah, hang on, sorry about this, guys, alright, um, yeah, alright, so get it all synced up, you can pause this podcast, there will be spoilers for, uh, Empire Strikes Back and possibly The Mandalorian, but, um, you know what, if you have Disney+, Plus, you, you, you'll have seen The Mandalorian, Alright, I can pause the podcast, rewind the counter to zero, 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 and uh, we're going to hit play, and well, we're going to say punch it, alright, so uh, it's going to be like three, two, one, punch it, alright, so three, two, one, punch it. Twentieth Century Fox, I'm really glad they put this back in here, because this was missing from the uh, digital... Uh, versions. Then, of course, I said this last week, got the new L- Lucasfilm logo. It's not all green, it's shiny this time. Star Wars. Episode 5. The Empire Strikes Back. I'm just going to read this, okay? It is a dark time for the Rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker has established a new secret base on the rem- on the remote ice world of Hoth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The evil lord, Darth Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probes into the far reaches of space. Something I just noticed is that, um, you know, sometimes in, in opening crawls for Star Wars, they'll have words in all caps. This crawl does not have that. Um, I don't remember if it had that for A New Hope. Um... No, we'll check. Oh, also, uh, I said something on our last episode about Infinity Saga box set. I did not look to see when that um, released. It turns out it had already been released by the time I recorded that and dropped it. So, um, you know, we will be doing that. It's not, nothing's changing. I just wanted to amend that. So the Infinity Saga box set is out. I think they're all sold out, though. Lone Star Destroyer. Now, right here, if, if you listen, this is the first time we ever hear the Imperial March. I'll point it out. 
I think it was actually covered up by the sounds of the um, probes. But you know what? When we talk about this on Cinema Soundtrack Podcast on February 1st, 2020, which when, that, when season two of that show drops, um, you know what? We're, we're going to be talking all about this soundtrack. It'll be episode number two. And of course, you know, this puppeteering work is so good. I, 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 I said last week, these movies look great in 4K. And of course, the reintroduction of Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. And he sees it. Now, were there multiple? Or or did we just see the same thing twice? I, I, I believe we saw the same thing twice. Not unclear, kid. Of course, you know, the classic voice of Harrison Ford as Han Solo. And of course, this scene, this whole sequence with the womp and everything was added because Mark Hamill had gotten in a car crash and his face was all scarred up. So they had to add in that whole sequence. Uh, Chewbacca in the Millennium Falcon. And the late Carrie Fisher, she'll be reprising her role in, um, uh, this December in Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Oh, well. No I thought they're general. Sensors are in place. Nothing comes around. Uh, there will actually be heavy, heavy, heavy spoilers for The Mandalorian. All three episodes. So I want to talk about the, um, you know, surprise character in that. I guess this is it. So long, princess. <laughs> this is always just a really funny sequence to me. We need. What about you? I, you know, guys, I, I, I just think there's some unspoken thing. 
you know? Nah, come on. Am I? And why are you following me? <laughs> oh. Nah, of course, R2 and 3PO. If, if you guys have, if you have the digital edition on HD, really, I encourage you to listen to the commentary track by, um, Irvin Kirshner, director. He directed this movie. Um, it's just really funny. I don't want to talk to her. I don't know where he is. No one knows where he is. Possible. When you go check, out? it's getting dark. Out. Excuse me, danger. What's this whole? Where did they shoot these scenes? I'm just gonna look it up real quick where they shot. Turns out, isn't it? Three to four reached first mark. I'll see you in hell. They, yeah, they shot it in in Finns, Norway. And where they filmed all of the Hoth scenes. force records on my phone because our computer here that our uh, MacBook Air that we're using uh, on Safari it doesn't come with Chrome but uh, on Safari you cannot uh, record on Anchor for more than five minutes so I'm just recording it on my phone I did connect my microphone to it though so that's good and I'll upload this on uh, Tuesday of course the first time Luke's ever really used the force on screen the way that uh, we know we use today. Do we? I don't know if we saw the force used like this at all in um, A New Hope. This is really the. Is this the first time we've ever seen the force being actually used like this? In this, you know, classic way?
inconsistent now with like with R2 doing that. Alright, you'll see. Who has been known to make mistakes? Some other time. Appearance of Alec Guinness as old Ben Kenobi. Ben? Ben? from Yoda. Master. Ben! Ben! I'm honestly shocked that Han found Luke. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Tom 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 like just happened to die right there. Oh, uh, you know, uh, it's the force, the force to die. No, oh. just you know, save the uh, the, uh, the chosen one. Jar Jar's uh, Jar Jar's nephew. Oh. 
Keep you warm. Yeah, okay. This is a shot I've always loved right here of, uh, of Hoth. Much could be a life form. Rogue Two, named after uh, Rogue from Rogue Squadron, named after um, no Rogue One. I'm just gonna be in the back to time. And this is a scene, uh, you know. George Lucas has always said that he's had this whole, that he always had this whole tr trilogy all planned out. But if he did, this scene would not have happened. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking, nerf herder. Who's scruffy-looking? Yeah, so this part would not have happened at all if Lucas had had this whole trilogy planned out. Very weak coming through. Hey, buddy. Sir, 
Do not use by the alliance. You could be an imperial code. Of course, now the Empire definitely knows they're here. They're there because of the uh, probe and Han shooting it. And of course, now we really see how big this Star Destroyer is. See the underbelly? Mm -hmm. Oh no, that's not even the underbelly. That's just God, that super charger is huge. And if you remember from Return of the Jedi, it when it crashes into the Death Star, it doesn't even really make a mark. Admiral Oswald, this guy right here, is so annoying. It's a great uh, map painting by um, Ralph McQuarrie. So I mean, what I'm going to be doing with these episodes, with these uh, episodes for the original trilogy, is I'm going to be noting all of the um, matte paintings. Which basically, they just paint the whole background. Because you know, well, you'll never have a deeper sleep than, than curled up in a Wookiee's lap.
Showing just how powerful Vader is with the Force, you know, he can just choke someone from across a Star Destroyer that's miles wide. It's miles long, I should say. Against a Star Destroyer? This is really cool. Um, this is a very cool fight scene. And I just really wish, you know, we could have, you know, a battle like this in this uh, new sequel era for Star Wars. Um, 
And yeah, something like it in uh, the Force Awakens. In the Last Jedi, the Battle of Krayt was not even a battle. I mean, the, the speeders didn't even fire. If you rewatch the movie, you'll notice that like the speeders don't fire at all. This is iconic. Wedge, uh, played by Dennis Lawson, is supposed to be in uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Now it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, I guess now. Okay, so they did shoot the uh, main cockpit area. So they're trying to do two. They're doing two uh, ships. Mm -hmm. 
Chris, I mean, the Rebels... The Rebels lose this battle. They lose Hoth. I mean, this is a movie that's all about... A learning from your mistakes. Whereas The Last Jedi tried to do that. But The Last Jedi made it all about failure. Um... And what failure can do to you. And you know, we just saw Luke try to save Dak, uh, his, his, his gunner, but he, you can't save everyone in the war. There was a deleted sequence where um, there was uh, Wampa in there, in in the base, and a 3PO like got rid of the um, sticker thing. So if you guys watch the deleted scenes on Disney Plus or on YouTube or anything, you can find um, you can find it. Which I, I am gonna, gonna rewatch these deleted scenes after the break. So after you know the first act. Which is gonna be in a few minutes after Hoth. When your parents break into your house. <laughs> Thanksgiving when your parents show up.
Well, that is the end of Act 1 of Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. So we are going to pause it here. So get your mouse ready. So we're going to pause it in 3, 2, 1, pause. And we'll be right back after this ad. Alright guys, we're back and we're going to hit play in 3, 2, 1, play. You know, this is something that, I mean, like, they put in so that it would seem... So it would be more plausible that uh, Luke and R2 could communicate. And something I, f I feel is missing from the newer films. Um, you know, uh, like, in The Last Jedi, spo spoiler alert for The Last Jedi, uh, it's on Netflix for now, go watch it. But, um, you know, uh, there's a scene where R2 re replays the message that Leia sent to Obi-Wan back in A New Hope. Like, the help, help me Obi-Wan can be on your own hope. But this scene right here is, is really cool. I just, I've, I've always admired the, the visuals. But anyway, um, Luke and R2 straight up have, have a conversation. Um, and it just doesn't really make sense. Like, Poe and Rey and Finn even, who really would have no reason at all to understand BB-8, they all do. Poe works with droids. Ray is a mechanic and a pilot. It makes sense that maybe she could understand some droids, but uh, Finn would have no reason at all to understand BB-8, but he does. And that's something. That's really the main thing. One of the main things, at least, that bothers me about this new trilogy. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I know there's there's no really like astromech droids or anyone that really speaks a different language in Rogue One. So that's kind of exempt from that. Uh, this scene is funny. The Falcon ships, and then the toolbox falls on uh, on Han's head. I'm trying to think if in in Solo they did set it up that I mean Han that Han does speak a little bit of uh, Shriwook. Um, uh, but I mean he really doesn't understand a whole lot of it in like the mud battle. But uh, he does understand it fully later on in the film um and this really is i mean an iconic scene just really shows how good of a pilot han solo is you know to, to be able to 
just navigate through an asteroid field. It's kind of uh, it's kind of insane, really. Great work by Alam right here. And this right here, um, this whole sequence, um, of course, I don't really want to, I mean, The Last Jedi, I, I like The Last Jedi, I, I can see the problems in The Last Jedi, there are, there are bad parts in all the Star Wars films, even Empire Strikes Back, and Rogue One, which is my, which is my favorite, um, there are things in all those movies, is there anything in Rogue One I don't like, though? No, I love it everything about Rogue One, so that's why Rogue One's my favorite, but there's parts in every movie that I don't like, parts in every TV episode I don't like, as, um, books, comics, games, um, but I, I feel that one of the main complaints with The Last Jedi is that, well, there, there are a lot of complaints, but one of them uh, is that, uh, Finn, Rose, and BB-8 go on, just a, go on a side quest to Kano Bite, when there's no reason for them to do that at all, and people think that doesn't make sense. There is no reason at all for Han, Leia, Chewie, and 3PO to be in that uh, cave for uh, for a while. And, I mean, of, of course The Last Jedi is a movie about failure. This Empire Strikes Back is a movie about I've, I I I I just said it a few minutes ago on the podcast, but it's it's about you know yes it is in a way about failure and learning from your mistakes, and that is I think one of the problems with with Ray and that Disney is scared to have this. Um, I mean, because I mean, Disney is now having very strong female characters. Uh, Ray, Black Widow, Captain Marvel. Um, those are, I mean, I mean, those two are my main Disney franchises. Um, of course, Frozen also. That movie, Frozen Two, came out. Um, when I do see it, because I, I do want to see it. I, I really like the first movie. I do want to do a review for it once I do see it. Um, it's like I'll, I'll be doing a review for uh, Rise Skywalker. Um, but excuse me. Uh, yeah. Disney does not want Ray to people. Disney does not want people to see Ray as a person that's failed, and I feel like that is a big problem because the the structure of a trilogy, in in my experience, is that I mean at least with the Star Wars original trilogy, which is for me I feel the main kind of a trilogy. There's some projects I'm working on. I want to be a screenwriter. Um. And there's some stuff I, I'm working on. I've got it mapped out in a trilogy. You know, the first one's the one where where the where the heroes win. They lose in the second one, but by the third movie, um, you know, they ultimately win again. I think, um, you know, this movie where where the heroes lose. The heroes lose. They lose in, um, Infinity War. You know, Infinity War is the Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and and for my generation, I mean, this podcast is called Kid Commentaries. You guys come here to uh, you know, hear my 
to hear uh, the take of kids on movies and stuff. Um, where's the swamp monster right here? There's actually a comic, uh, Age of Republic number one, or not number one, um, special number one. That's from Marvel. You should read it. It's, it's very very good. Um, but it 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 shows Yoda and what he's doing right before this scene. He he goes on a mission to go get some food. And he's scared to use the force because, um, you know, the he, he, he fears that uh, Palpatine could sense it. And really, Yoda has cut himself off from the force. Um, and, and, and Luke did the same thing, except Luke was much more open about it in The Last Jedi than Yoda was. Because, I mean, this was retconned. Uh, just because, I mean, this movie came out in 1983. I'm talking about a 2019 comic book issue. Um... So yeah. This is exactly how I feel also about how it being out of the dream about uh, Dagobah and everything. Now back to the um, to the Empire. <laughs> Admiral Piet. You're not going to turn me, Gen Admiral. I want that ship. Not excuses. Hopefully tomorrow... Uh, the day I'll be dropping this episode, I can be recording Return of the Jedi, because I'm not going to have time to do it this weekend. You know, we got um, Thanksgiving later, Thanksgiving on Thursday for uh, us Americans. Um, so, yeah, so there's that, and then also with uh, the um, next few weeks, I'm going to have a lot of company. So hopefully this weekend, I can, uh, you know, get The Force Awakens. Ho hopefully tomorrow I can actually do two shows. Hopefully tomorrow I can get done. Return Jedi and The Force Awakens, so that this weekend I can record our last two shows for the year, which are uh, Last Jedi and, and Elf. I might go on a little break. Um, now here's the introduction. Oh, sorry about that. That's the train delivered right by the train tracks, and it's going. It's going by right now. the first ever uh, portable charger. And of course, I grew up knowing what Yoda looked like and everything uh, with him being um, 
green and wrinkled and everything, but I'm imagining people. Oh, there's a snake. I hate snakes, Jock. But um, I'm I'm imagining uh in 1980 people imagining Yoda as this kind of uh kind of like a samurai warrior. Like there were um. 11 action figures made for this movie. They released 10 of them in advance because they didn't want to spoil the reveal of who Yoda was. Someone you have, I would say. Hmm? And people do say that um, Jar Jar is pretty stupid. I'm going, I'm going into this Darth Jar Jar theory now because I believe it. I'm believing this Darth Jar Jar thing. Um, you no know, people are like, well, he's people are like, well, he's so stupid. How how could he be a Sith Lord? Yoda's acting pretty dumb and stupid in these next few scenes until he's revealed to be the greatest Jedi of all time. You know, and 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 Lucas actually wanted the, at the end of Attack of the Clones to reveal that um that he that Jar Jar Binks was uh, was actually a Sith Lord. Oh, and back in the Phantom Menace, when during production, you can find it in the uh. The documentary called The Beginning, he says, um, you know, uh, Jar Jar's the key to all this. We can just get Jar Jar working. Oh, don't, I shouldn't have sold it to Disney. Damn it. He's going through, <laughs> he's just going through, um, Luke's stuff here. I, as of right now, have not had a chance to rewatch the prequels. On Disney Plus, I've I've heard that they're very good in 4K. I'm excited to do it because cause, you know because they're all on here now. So, and I'm using Disney Plus to record right now. So, <laughs> no, find your friend. Jedi Master Yoda, you seek Yoda. You know, I'll, I'll be talking about the prequels a lot more when we, um, in c come January, when we're going to be doing our prequel commentaries, but, um, there's, these movies did, there, there's a, there's a huge difference between these movies and the prequels. The prequels are very political, and of course, the, the technology is much better in the prequels. That's something that's weird, you know, the pre, the prequels have great technology, just in, in the universe, but yet, in the original trilogy, twenty years later, there's just um, really just there's not as much. I mean, we don't really see really the only inhabited planet that we ever see in the original trilogy is Tatooine, and Tatooine does not really seem like it would have the best technology on it. Um, but I mean, in, in the prequels, you explore a lot. You explore a lot more planets. Um. 
And of course, you see difference between the technology in Tatooine and the technology on Coruscant. It's so difficult sometimes, Han. You'd be a little nicer, though. Come on, admit it. Sometimes you think I'm all right. Scoundrel. Scoundrel. Maybe, ho hopefully, for one of these episodes soon, um, now that we have our microphone, I, I could record it on, you know, voice memos. Um, we would not have any ad breaks. During the show, at least. No scoundrels in your Three POs, you know. It's like that and everything. The most dangerous enemy to, to the Galactic Empire flying rocks. This is, I mean, you know, this is the first time I've ever seen the Empire. Of course, it was not played here by Ian McDermott. Let's look it up. Who did play? Who? Episode 5. Uh, Palpatine was played by uh, Clive Revel, but then of course they brought in Ian McDermott um, to portray him in the in Return of the Jedi, and of course he'll be back this December in uh, in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Very whiny. You'll see him here like, well, why? Luke is so whiny in the last chat. He's always been whiny. Then again, he is on a, he's on a, he's on a schedule, you know. Mm 
father. Powerful Jedi was he. Now we do see that this is Yoda. Like his father. Even when you told me. And hopefully we do see some of that. As you do know now that uh, Obi-Wan's true master was Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, I mean, in between Revenge of the Sith and, um, and in uh, A New Hope. He was, Kenobi was taught by Yoda. And hopefully we do, and anger, we don't really see a whole lot of anger in uh, New Hope or at the end of Revenge of the Sith. But we are told that um, in the Disney Plus Kenobi series, we'll be seeing, um, we'll be seeing uh, Obi-Wan struggle with PTSD and him feeling like it's his fault for everything that happened with, um, with uh, Anakin becoming Darth Vader. <laughs> Excitement. Jedi craves not these things. You are reckless. If you remember. I'm not afraid. We don't really get any, you know, like mention of this or anything in in this movie, or from what I remember in uh, in Return in Return of the Jedi. See the Minox. <laughs> of course, now that Lay knows, of course, now this is the first time they've ever heard it. I have a bad feeling about this. We're now at two. Well, actually, if, if, if we're including, you know, 
Rogue One and Solo, which we did uh, back in the summer during um, Origin Story Weekend. You can go listen to those episodes right now. They're up on our feed. Um, uh, we're counting those two. Then we are now at... Still at two or three or four, because, I mean, you know, K2SO never does finish... He, he he never does finish saying I have a bad feeling about this because he's he's silenced by Cassie and and Jin, and of course um, in Solo Han says I have a really good feeling about this. So I'm just gonna call it four. We're gonna call it four times they've said it. But I I, I just hope that in the Rise of Skywalker as it is the end they do say it. Just because, I mean, I do feel like what they're trying to do. I mean, there is a special look at the film that was just released on, 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 on YouTube two days ago. So you guys can go check that out if you haven't already. But they're, they're, they're marketing this as, you know, the end. This is the end. They're, they're tying this back to whatever you want to call the beginning. Whether you want to call it A New Hope or The Phantom Menace. While I call The Phantom Menace the beginning, if you're going to rewatch the movies, I feel that if, if you're going to start them, you start with A, a New Hope. And we, and we will be doing a best way to watch Star Wars episode um, in the next few weeks. And run, 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 jump. I can be a backpack while I climb. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be a backpack while I climb. Stand on one hand and lift. Rocks with your special gift. You know, if you guys have seen the uh, bad lip reading video of this movie, it's pretty funny. You guys should go watch it. It's it's up on YouTube. I said you don't be watch British. Peace. Passive. Passive. Right here, just establishing the difference between the dark side and the light. Um, we know in, in The Last Jedi, Luke says the Force does not belong to one person. It belongs to everybody. Everybody has the Force within them. And, and The Force Awakens was really a continuation of the original trilogy and while it's been like that with the last jedi as well the last jedi didn't incorporate more pieces of the prequels you know with calling with calling um palpatine darth sidious um and, and and i do hope um that the rise of skywalker is really also is a sequel to the prequel tr trilogy as, as well as the or original trilogy the force awakens and the last Jedi. and they've said that like the it will not wrap up rogue one and solo as they were both self-contained stories um but I, I feel like uh solo could be solved in a in a disney plus series because i don't really think they're gonna have time 
because the movie's two and a half hours long. Um, no, there's another snake. Um, to go to like I mean introduce Kira and all that stuff. They just don't have time because you know we've already heard theories about them. I mean the dagger of Mortis that Ray's holding in this new trailer. Um, you know people saying that uh, they'll go to Mortis. They don't have time to go to Mortis. They have enough to do in in this movie. how I hiss. Don't judge me. Is that too late? You, you guys already ju judged me. I mean, it's been 24 main episodes. It's our 46th episode, including bonus shows. Jeez. Not to mention the nine episodes of Cinemasometric Podcast and the 22 of Mandalorian. We're... Kid Commentaries Network, it's expanding. You know, we got, we got at least one Got um the Doctor Who podcast coming sometime uh sometime um in the spring. Um you know we, we just announced Bothans on our on our Instagram account, which is something I'm really excited. I've worked on that project for a long time and I'm happy to finally get to tell tell the story because you know we got that new line of comics coming out set in between episodes five and six. They're they're most definitely going to cover uh, Bothans in that time. Um, so I just feel, we, we may bump it up for the release of Bothans right now. It's scheduled for May of 2021. We may, cause I, I, I want to record it this summer. So hopefully, uh, you know, we may drop it on, uh, national podcast day. Luke did fail in the cave. Wouldn't it be funny if just right now what they did for this for just for Disney Plus they just added in the Mandalorian? That'd be great. Avenger. Unruly wretches. Spoiler alert for the Mandalorian. Live. As we as we've seen in episode two of the Mandalorian, um. He, he does disintegrate people, and as we saw in episode three, he, um, he kind of, like, did a flamethrower move on that stormtrooper, uh, so I feel like that was really showing us that Boba Fett is the one that killed, uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, because we know that he was on, uh, Tatooine at the time, and I just forgot to talk about this on, um, on last week's show. Of course, the hyperdrive is not yet fixed. It's not fair. What's funny is that later on in the movie, Lando's going to say the exact same thing about the exact same problem. Of course, with Lando, it's it's a little bit more justified because, you know, he was, um, it's kind of, it is really his fault because he, 
sold the Rebels out to Vader and got Han frozen in carbonite. Spoiler alert for, for the movie, but I mean, you know, you, if you're listening to a commentary track and you're going to, you will have seen the movie at least 15 times. Captain Nita. Captain Nita break. Speaking of the Mandalorian, let's talk about this baby Yoda. Um... No, people are saying that he's a clone. People are saying that he's the child of Yoda and Yaddle from The Phantom Menace. What's interesting about Baby Yoda, if he really is what Werner Herzog's character says he is, if he is 50 years old, that means that Baby Yoda and Anakin Skywalker were born in the same year. And of course now, uh, Luke's ship is sinking. So certain hurry. Always with you, it cannot be done. Well, you know that's just kids for you, Yoda. No different. No. Try not. Do. He's also said that to Ahsoka, as you know from the from the Clone Wars. What is that, dear? It's like you can do it. Judge me by my size, do you? Well, you should not. My ally is the force. This is the same puppet that they used for Yoda's scene in The Last Jedi.
Oh, you know, Luke, that's what you get for not parking on land, okay? Next time, park on land. Jeez. It's not that hard. Well, there's another lizard. And of course, you know, Mandalorian Episode 2, if, he, if Baby Yoda is able to, you know, pick up that mudhorn Mandalorian was fighting, you know, then, then this is nothing for Yoda. This is like, you know, hold, this is like picking up a, it's like picking up a phone for Yoda. It's super easy, barely an inconvenience. Beautiful composition here by uh, by John Williams. So again, check out the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast. Season 2 starts streaming February 1st, although I do not know if we'll be doing all episodes at that time. We may do it half and half, you know. Apology accepted, Captain Nita. Captain Nita break, Captain Nita vacation, Captain Nita life. Whole lot of Nitas. Nothing. You know, they can't do light speed because, you know, it broke. Do we know how it broke? It's probably in the comics or something. Probably in the last issue of uh, the the current line of Star Wars, which I should start reading because I have a Marvel Unlimited subscription. Procedure, they'll dump their garbage before they go to light speed. <laughs> Played by Billy D. Williams and 
uh, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker, uh, portrayed by Donald Glover in last year's uh, Solo. I'm going to look for Empire. Thing like that. And of course, I mean, um, the the Falcon does, you know, fit in with the um, with the rest of the garbage. Um. Sorry about that, guys. And then, of course, you see Boba Fett, Slave One, did the exact same thing. It was just my dad. He wanted something. I just told him to text me. Now, how long... Does this take place over? Because you don't really know how long they're in space, the Falcon, or how long Luke and R2 are on Dagobah. I think it's only uh, two or three days. There are others who, who think it's uh, about a year and a half. I don't think it's that long. Draw, you must learn. Now help them you could. And it's really a part, huge part of the hero's journey. With them having, with Luke having to, you know, make the choice. You know, it's like the, it's like the classic uh, Spider-Man si situation, you know. Stop the goblin or save MJ. Lando Calrissian. That was a long time ago. Oh, well, you'd be surprised, Han. Han! And go back, what, 13 years? Of 
course, there's something interesting that I heard on an episode of Star Wars Oxygen about the music. It it has the they they do some vocals at least in the soundtrack. I don't know if it's, if it's made it in the final film, but it has the um kind of like the voice of you know kind of kind of like angels I would say just because like I mean in uh kind of to represent the sirens from Greek mythology because you know they would lure you in with uh their singing into like caves with mist around them so that sailors wouldn't see where they're going and they would crash and die it's kind of the same thing here kind of like a false pretenses with lando You slimy half across a no good swindler. You got a lot of guts coming here for what you put. You a pirate? Of course, we saw Han use the same trick. In solo, your ship. Mm. Hello, what have we here? I kind of want a Lando Disney Plus series now. I feel like, I mean, you know, with, uh, for Star Wars, we're getting Mandalorian, which is an original series, and we're getting spinoffs for uh, Cassian Andor, his prequel series, and the Kenobi prequel series. Um. <laughs> of course. Um. Um. And then, I mean, with Marvel, you know, we got the um, Falcon Winter Soldier series, uh, Hawkeye, uh, Loki, WandaVision, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, all three, which are new characters for the MCU. And I'm, you know, I'm wondering, I mean, the Mandalorian is a brand new character to the Star Wars universe, but I'm wondering if we could see maybe more, uh, maybe a Lando um, story. I definitely will see Darth Maul series um yoda depending on what happens with this baby yoda from the mandalorian uh we'll see <laughs> just think about baby yoda and now how we because you know that mandalorian is 
Um, kind of like, I mean, the internet's made the Mandalorian to be Baby Yoda's father. Imagine having to take care of a baby for 50 years. <laughs> That's just funny. I got it. But, um, I think we get a Yoda series, um, Lando, definitely, because people do really like that character from Solo. I think we'll see a sequel to Solo, but in the form of, of course, a Disney Plus series, maybe a Kira thing. Mainly the characters of Solo, I definitely think, have all, all, all of those have futures. Um, I, I think it'd be interesting if they'd like a, like a bounty hunters type thing where each episode focused on a different bounty hunter. No, because we've, Boba Fett's been talked up a lot and he's had his time to shine in the, um, in the Clone Wars and, and in, uh, the comics, but not really ever in, ever in, uh, in the movies. So I think it would be good. To, I mean, because you know, do you know that uh, there is a Boba Fett script for 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 a movie? Um, and uh, just I want to see. Um, I I think it would be good to see that adapted for Disney Plus because you know that's happened with Kenobi. There there was a Kenobi. Um, the Ewan McGregor said it was originally a movie. Um, but then, I mean, they add, of course, they added more to it, and it probably had another, like, four hours of content, um, if these episodes are an hour long each, which, I mean, The Mandalorian, this, hang on, just, I'll be right back to talking about The Mandalorian, but, um, right here, there is another, uh, originally that was meant to be a, um, character that Lucas would in introduce in episode seven. Um, which is probably going to come out in 1986, three years after Return of the Jedi, but, uh, he had this, but of course there was a thing with his, uh, ex-wife where she would get, like, all the money from any Star Wars stuff for the next, like, uh, 20 years, which is why he waited so long to do, uh, The Phantom Menace. Uh, but back to... Um, the Mandalorian, I mean, it's, it's fine that the episodes are so short. I mean, episode two wasn't even a half hour long. And of course it was 32 minutes if, if you include the credits, which, which I don't, but, um, there, but there was, um, I mean, but if having half hour long episodes means that you can tell a tighter story and a better story, I'm all for it. That's great. Um, does I I'd prefer, um oh Ugnaughts more Mandalorian um, like Nolte's character uh Queel, oh there's an IG unit, so much Ma Mandalorian in this movie. Geez, it's like, it's like we've had this plan out for for years, you know. But uh, I mean we do know how good uh the Ugnaughts are. I mean, Queel. Um, was able to fix the Mandalorian's ship in, like, 12 hours. Um, and I mean, so, like, yeah, I, I, I'd rather have, I mean, a tighter story than a prolonged story. Um, but I mean, so many episodes, we've gone through basically an entire arc of the Clone Wars in the first three. 
We do know that we're meeting uh, Cara Dune, uh, Gina Carano's character in uh, in Friday's episode. Um, but no, they're gonna. Uh, I, I hope so, and I don't want to talk about the Mandalorian too much. But uh, we will be doing episode commentaries, maybe not on December thirty first. Maybe a little harder to do than I thought, but uh, so no episode December thirty first. Um, you know there uh, we will do definitely a season review. We will be doing um a few commentaries for the Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, and of course you know right here they they think they're gonna go have pancakes. And they're gonna go have pancakes, but that's. That's not what happens. They're uh, betrayed, double cross. You see, uh, Darth Vader and Boba Fett. There's a meme here where you no know, it flies out of his flash flies out of her hand, his hand, and it it's a pizza. No choice. They're ever just right before you. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see how this trilogy will end with um, Rascar coming out soon. The, the trilogy of trilogies is concluding. Of course, you know the next Star Wars movie for 2022 is going to be announced in in January, according to uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, we're going to get a director announcement in January. So I mean I'll be doing an episode on that. Which is gonna be exciting. Uh you know, just to hear who will carry this uh the saga forward for this new this new trilogy and everything. We're actually gonna pause right now to take a break. Um so, you know, get your remotes ready and everything. We're going to pause it in three, two, one, pause. And we will be right back. All right, guys, so we're back and we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Now, you know, Chewie's in his cell. Everything just going to turn on subtitles real quick. Uh, yeah, so, so Chewie's in his cell and he finds the broken remains of C-3PO. <laughs> and then now we're hearing what 3PO's last words were before we got ripped apart. Through those thoughts that he had, you know, they're not coming out. Do we? Do you know what this does? I don't know if we know what this does. I mean, if I actually got the visual dictionary for the original trilogy right here, let's just see if we can find um, 
And this, oh, this just says characters and creatures, but you know, maybe we'll have something in here about what that thing was. Yeah, I don't think we're seeing anything in here about what those guys are. But it seems like it's a device that either shoots, like, electricity up at you or maybe heats you or something. I don't really know. This deal is getting worse all the time. Classic line right there. Probably one of Lando's most famous lines, at least from the original trilogy, and probably from the whole uh, whole saga, including Solo. You know, we're going to be doing our, once we do our Rise of Skywalker commentary, we'll be doing a, you know, full, um, we'll be doing a full, like, Infinity Saga type thing, except it'll be the Skywalker Saga, depending on how they do that, whether it be, I mean, I, I do think they'll do that. Have like an exclusive or something be, you know, a box set of all nine or, or eleven movies if you count Rogue One and Solo. Um, we'll see if they have those in chronological order, or in, um, release order, and then we'll because of course when we do that we'll be putting Rogue One and Solo in there. Um. Of course, we may be doing other compilations and stuff like, you know, uh, prequel trilogy, sequel trilogy, original trilogy. Um, the Darth Vader collection, because that's a thing on Disney+. Plus. Skywalker. See how just how long the credits are. Um the credits run. For it seems about five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Our first catch of the day. I mean, when the sign something is wrong, Luke is not uh, flown in by those um, other ships that flew in the Falcon.
If this mission fails, it will open from the... And this is the end of the saga. It's gonna be... It's gonna be, uh, you know, bittersweet for the Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. Of course, one of the most... And this movie has a lot of memorable lines, um, you know. Um... Uh, laugh it up, fuzzball. Scruffy looking nerf herder. Do it or not, there's no try. I'm your father. I love you. There's like five really lines that I mean are heavily quoted in nerd culture. And of course, I mean, may, may the force be with you was said, so I guess you count that as six. But I mean, that started with New Hope. Mm hmm. I love you. I know. Now Han was, or Harrison Ford, I should say, was originally supposed to say, I, I love you too, but uh, he decided that saying I know was more Han. <laughs> they, they literally had to, like, kind of almost kill off Harrison Ford in case he didn't come back for um, Return of the Jedi. an iconic shot of the smoke clouding of the smoke parting and um seeing Vader's helmet mm -hmm. of course you've seen technology like this in the Mandalorian and people are like well I mean it's much smaller in Mandalorian I mean take the iPhone the original iPhone um you, you look at the original iPhone compared to the other one to the iPhone 10, uh, you know, 10 years later, and it's really, um, mind-boggling how much it's changed, and people are like, well, I mean, it should be this, it, it, it should be the same thing. <clears throat> no, because The Mandalorian is six years after this movie. I, I, I imagine that maybe, um, that there has to be some improvements in carbon freezing, so that it's, um, at least sized for a ship. Did you survive? Yeah, because Harrison Ford only, uh, for these new movies, uh, sequel trilogy, only renewed his, his contract for one film. In the deal. Pray, don't alter it any further. You see Lando like grab his neck, cause I I I do think that Lando knows how powerful Vader is, and he he knows what Vader is capable of and everything. No, tomorrow I'm at least doing one commentary tomorrow. I'm definitely doing a Return of the Jedi, and hopefully, hopefully I can record for The Force Awakens.
our show for uh, two weeks from now. And then after that will be Last Jedi. And, I'll, and then we'll be going to break for about three weeks uh, before coming back, starting the uh, prequel trilogy. And don't know what we'll do after that, because there's definitely a whole bunch of new Marvel movies with them being on Disney Plus now. I do want to cover those. I want to redo our Guardians 2 commentary, um, which will just be adding new stuff in. So, like, before we record, I'm going to just remove all the audio, rename the episode like uh, it was being worked on, and then I'll re-upload it. Probably I'll do... Lord of the Rings trilogy, I'll do, um, uh, I'll do both Fantastic Beasts movies, actually, but after the prequels, I'll probably finish up Harry Potter, so I'll probably do. Mm -hmm. We got five more of those to cover, and then we'll go to Fantastic Beasts, and then we'll do Lord of the Rings. And then, we'll do the Mar and then we'll keep going with the Marvel movies. Of course now, I mean, the audience is like, oh, man, is he going to get him? Because now uh, Luke is right where Vader wants him to be. Thank you, Skywalker. But you're not a Jedi yet. <clears throat> of course, we all thought that Luke could be, you know, a full-fledged, full-fledged Jedi in this movie. Um, but you know, Luke's, um, he's not yet, he's, he ran away from his training, he is not in any way ready to confront Darth Vader. Last year, from, uh, The Force Awakens... To solo, there were four Star Wars movies in two and a half years. It it used to be three years in between each movie, and I and I'm glad that uh, you know Star Wars Lucasfilm is moving away from these theatrical releases. They're focusing on uh they're focusing on TV series more, and I'm happy about that because I, I for the most part I have loved all the TV shows. Resistance is all right. Um. I, I, I don't di dislike Resistance, but, you know. Han. What's the save? Han.
I I really don't want to see Boba Fett in the Mandalorian. People are like, oh, well, well, he, he he was there. He was in that. He was he, he was in the shadows in the first episode in the um, armory. Oh, and then you can see a uh, uh, slave one right there. I never noticed that. Mm. Mm. I did see that. I mean, this is the first time, second time, actually, that the heroes lose in this movie. First time at the Battle of Hoth. Um, but I mean, he's Boba Fett is not a Mandalorian. We know that from the Clone Wars that he just stole the bounty hunter. That he just stole the man the Jango Fett just stole the Mandalorian armor and put it on. He's not a Mandalorian. That's how when I heard about the Mandalorian, I'm like, oh, this is not a Boba Fett story. But of course, I mean with the new episode of the Mandalorian, episode three, the sin. Um you know, armor did say you know, um, anyone who chooses to walk the path of the, of the Mandalore cannot be called a coward. Uh, the fact that she said that he chose the path makes kind of makes me think that he is not a true Mandalorian. Maybe he, because I mean, we do know that he was a foundling, which I think means like they found him and then they brought him up to become a Mandalorian. We've only got five more episodes of Mandalorian, and um, I have no theories about where they about where they could go next. It it really feels like they finished a trilogy of films with this, uh, these first three episodes. It really does feel like that. So I'm excited to see where they go in episode four. Um, and yeah. You know, I'll be doing a full uh, season one review with uh, Alex, Yvonne, and Nick from he did our stress relief. He was on our stress relief episodes for the office, and you know, Alex was he, Alex was on a lot this summer. He hasn't been on the show since like September. Um, I want to have him back on. He, the last episode that he was on was um, uh, Agents of Shield season six review. We'll have um, them on the. They'll, they'll, they'll 
at least Alex and Yvonne will be on for our Mandalorian review. I don't know about Nick, because Alex and Yvonne don't really know Nick, so... I feel like it would be weird if they were if they just met the first time on the podcast, so... Oh, that's an artificial sky. Like, we've seen in uh, Season 2 of Resistance. Spoiler alert for Resistance. Um, if you've not seen it, if you have a Disney Plus subscription, you can watch the first season. But, of course, you got to watch Clone Wars first. got to watch Clone Wars movie. Then, then you watch the series. And then you watch Rebels. Then you watch Resistance. But, you know, the final season of Resistance is going on right now. It's only two seasons. Actually, you can probably watch Resistance just on its own. Because, I mean, the Clone Wars and Rebels is really kind of... They both go hand in hand. But anyway, what I was saying was, with Resistance, um, you know, Niku was able to, like, have the Colossus, which is a thing. It's like a space station. They went in space, and there's a dome around it on the inside. And then he was able to project a sky upon there, so people would be reminded of their homes. And it seems like that's the same thing that's going on with, um, uh, with, uh, Cloud City. Because there's, I mean, because we don't know that it's closed in, so it doesn't really make sense there to be the actual sky. But I do wonder if, um, you know, because with Mandalorian, you're seeing this new, like, Star Wars, and of, like, Flash, of, like, all these different characters, um, kind of like what they have with the Marvel stuff, and I, and, and I, I wonder if we'll see that in The Rise of Skywalker. course now about to see I mean, the biggest movie twist of all time you know right alongside with um you know the sixth sense the guy was dead the whole time the thanos snap Loses his hand because he's 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 not ready, he's not ready. Oh nope, come back! Oh, that's not safe out there. Mm 
Ford Galaxy. Knew the power of the dark side. Who told you went to your father? You know. And you told me you killed him. No. I am your father. On Disney Plus, they just had the subtitles for that italicized, like. The original line was Obi-Wan killed your father. So the only people that knew who um his father was were Lucas, um uh Irving Kirshner, James Earl Jones, and um probably producer Gary Kurtz. The late Gary Kurtz, who um, did not produce Searcher and Jedi, but he did produce A New Hope and Empire. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and so the, the cast did not know when they went to the premiere. They did not know that um, he that uh, Vader was Luke's father. It was a huge surprise. Like how Luke, just how like how Mark Hamill probably did not know that Ryan Johnson killed Luke. Um, probably was on the script. He probably had a backup script or something where there's just a f- few scenes that were that were different. That's just bad luck right there. The first time I saw this movie, my little five or six year old brain just, you know, put together, oh, like that how Leia knew was like somehow Luke's hand fell through the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. She caught it and she was like, it's Luke's hand. Of course, that's not what happened. No, it's surprising time I saw it. Ben, the Wi-Fi is not working. Ben, Can you just say prepare my shuttle? Which what he said in the original film that was released in 1980, not the special edition. Mm. 
think he's, you know, he's like about to fall. We still do not yet know if he had him. Now we do know. If you do know right there, if uh, if uh, if Lando had actually caught Luke. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, and also you know, in the middle chapter of this of the trilogy is where you have to separate the heroes. Um, it's midpoint. They have to go off in, in, in their adventures to develop their own stories. Um, so, I mean, they have, I mean, they were separated. Uh, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Padme, I mean, they were, Anakin and Padme were separated from Obi-Wan through all of Attack of the Clones. Um, and, um, you know, in this movie, um, Luke is separated from Leia and Han, and then in the Last Jedi, I mean, all three of the heroes are Raven and Poe, at least, are separated through the majority of the film. They actually use that sound in the first episode of The Mandalorian. If if you go and listen to it, if you go back and rewatch that episode. Yeah, now I know they did fix it. Vulcan. <laughs> he sounds like a parent. You know better than to trust a stranger. You know the big twist in Attack of the Clones is that um, the big I'm your father moment, which really was not one, was that he was that uh, the Dark Lord of the Sith had control of the Senate. Which, of course, we all knew to be Palpatine because, you know, the cast is the exact same. Um, where this movie, of course, was I'm your father. Um, but in the sequel trilogy, it's that Raised parents are nobodies. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Sorry about that, guys. I don't know if you can hear my brother being all whiny and everything. Now they made it to light speed. And, uh, he had some big trouble. I really do apologize for that, guys. now this movie really did have to settle Lando becoming the new Han um so he's of course wearing Han's clothes Tatooine does have a new hand and it does work perfectly mm -hmm. of course now is is this the galaxy or are they right outside the galaxy really it, it is beautiful now an adventure just beginning well they go that way it doesn't really make sense you're flying away from the galaxy I, I I don't know is that their galaxy or is that another galaxy? Because if you see the Falcon flew upwards. By Arvind Kirshner. Alright, guys. So we are the Kid Commentaries Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. You can find me on Instagram at DrewGretch2028. We are streaming on Anchor, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, Podbean, I think, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Um, oh, and CastBox also. We're also on CastBox and on Castro. Uh, so, um, we have two links in the show notes. One is for our, um, uh, voice messages, which is where you can send in a voice message, um, and we'll play it here on the show. We'll respond to it. Uh, the other one is for support, donations. We love them all. They really help us out. Um... And you know to help us keep growing and expanding and create new shows and all of that. Um, 
email. Send them to kidcommentariespodcast at gmail.com. That is kidcommentariespodcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll read it here on the show. Um, or if it's personal, we'll respond to it. But um, uh, we have two other podcasts. The Cinema Soundtrack Podcast and The Mandalorian Podcast are both available wherever you are listening to this show right now. Um, if, if you're loving Mandalorian and all things Star Wars, go check out, uh, the Mandalorian podcast right now. We may be dropping our, these, like, these episodes, uh, pretty soon. We'll be dropping these, we'll definitely be dropping these commentaries on the, on the, uh, Mando feed, but, um, and, uh, if, if you want to do listen to the Mandalorian podcast, uh, we will be doing a live show on Friday for, um... The new episode of The Mandalorian will be doing a live review show on YouTube. So go subscribe to uh, The Mandalorian Podcast on YouTube. Um, yeah, and it's just the picture of the... And the profile picture is just the podcast cover. All right. Uh, reviews also. Leave us a five-star review or because they do help out the show a lot. Um, we love them. People, um, they're great so that people can then... Um, um, people come on the show easier and you can spread it, uh, share the show, share it with everyone, uh, share the episode with Star Wars fans, um, people who are also looking for a podcast. Alright guys, uh, we are Kid Commentaries, I'm, I'm Drew Gretsch, thank you guys so much for listening, and have a great day.